0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. So you've got me for the day, evening, morning, afternoon, whichever you you know, whenever you're listening to it, it's the Joys of Podcast. We've got games and movies TV. No movies, I'm telling you. To lie uh, but there's plenty of games and plenty of TV to make up for it. And all the stuff from the week that you have grown to tolerate. Um, before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review. Five star and above. Wait. No. Yeah. Five star. That's the one. Anyway. Let's start. Um, yeah. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello? Yeah, we're working. Oh my god, it is so late. Nobody, nobody wants to be recording a podcast at this time of night. <clears throat> at least I brought a frog with me. I'm sure it's going to make for an amazing podcast experience for everybody. <clears throat> oh, there he is again. Okay, let's get, let's get, let's get after it. Um, Yeah, it's really late. Um, So, I know what we're all dying to hear about. An update on the um, getting out of bed early. So, here we go. I think it was last Wednesday. Woke up early. Good start. Was raring to go. I'm going to get my shoes on, I'm going to get out the door, (coughs) get a good at least 10 miles in, and uh, that was that, Um, no, no, obviously not, obviously not, it was the first point in time where I woke up and went, do you know what, not only am I not getting up early, I don't think I'm getting up at all. I was ill, <clears throat> and I had to do the, okay, which version is it? Is it, I'm going to get up and go and run to make myself feel better, kind of ill, or is it, we've gone too far, and getting up at stupid o'clock every day, whether I get out of bed or not, probably isn't he- isn't helping whatever this mystery illness is. Um, so, do the right thing, turn all the alarms off, get back into bed and just try and recover. Um, I reviewed the situation and the answer was the latter. Um, I was just, I was just run running into the ground and was like, the answer here is rest. Now admittedly, some of that may or may not be pure laziness, some of that may or may not be that I've been looking for an excuse to just not bother, or another way to look at it is that it was actually genuine and it was needed. Um, I can't say I felt better by the time I did get out of bed, it was one of those mornings where I still needed to get out of bed and I still needed to get the day started just a little bit later than half five in the morning Um, so no I didn't feel better um, for it Uh, however fast forward to a full 24 hours later and uh, I did get up I did get out of the bed and I did go and run not as early as I was late I'm um, working on the principle of doing some kind of Like <clears throat> Incremental changes to get back to where I was But It was certainly Earlier Certainly managed to get a good few miles in Um And like I say this was literally 24 hours later uh, I got a good few miles in Set me up nicely for the day Um So Maybe staying in bed on the Wednesday was the right move. Maybe I did just need a little bit of rest and, and recovery. Um, come to that in a bit, but uh, for now, um, it was possibly possibly the right move. Obviously, you fast forward to today. I'm up. I'm ready. I'm raring to go. I've I've made the commitment. I've told myself absolutely going to happen. Um, and all I heard was a voice that said, you might want to consider getting on the treadmill. And I was like, uh, what? And it was, uh, you might want to consider getting on the treadmill. And I was like, uh, weather. Now, I don't want to sound like a fair weather runner because I'm not. Um... I will happily get up and go out if it's raining, if it's snowing, uh, blowing a gale, all of that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did my longest run in um, gale-force winds. Um, However, this was something a little different, because this was wind and torrential rain. Like, Biblical kind of rain. Um, so I did have to uh, bow out of that one and go and get on the treadmill instead. Uh, weirdly enough, that's where I've come from um, just now. Again, I'll talk about that in a minute. So um i'll see what tomorrow brings today as far as the weather's been concerned it has been one of those oh it's sunny oh get the sunglasses out you know oh what a lovely day and then two minutes later it's like is it the end of days so i'm a little bit you know not sure what tomorrow morning's going to bring um as long as it's not raining sideways then i think we we should be good to get out um but we'll see um, various things are going on in the cook household at the moment. Variety of things, some good, some not. Um, but you know, you roll with the punches and all that. Um, I feel like a punch bag at the moment, but hey, it's just, it's just a phase, I'm sure. Um... One of the things that's been going on in the Cook household is that, um, the boy, the son, the, the boy child, uh, is going to be going to start nursery very shortly. Um, and for those of you who don't know, uh, when you've got a child that's starting nursery, they get, um, a settling in session, uh. Somebody asked me if that was for the child to get used to the nursery and the nursery people to get used to the child. And I said, a little bit like that. It's so that the child can get used to the nursery and the parents can get used to the child going to the nursery. Now, as I always say to people, there are a variety of different things that are traumatic for a parent That's maybe not necessarily traumatic for a child And part of the reason that they can be As traumatic as they are Is because often you as a parent Need to put a brave face on the situation uh, For me For me um, My children Go into nursery uh, I didn't have to deal with it With uh, my oldest And to a, a Somewhat degree My middle daughter um, However my youngest daughter and my son. Uh, I do. And it was a very difficult time. When it came up to my youngest daughter. Having to go. Um, <clears throat> and there's that element of you think. you'd be you, That we'd be old hands at it now. But it's still for me. Super traumatic. Uh, so I'm trying to put a brave face on the situation. For everybody involved. For, for Leanne. For the boy. For the nursery people. I just sit there and grin. Like some kind of. I don't know, I imagine I walk away and they're like, did he say anything? Uh, Because I just just sit there like, everything's fine, it's all fine, it's all fine. Can we go yet? Um, So, settling in session. um, I decided to take the day off work. um, And away we go. So we get there, go in, meet the people. Um, obviously, because my youngest daughter's been through that nursery, we basically know everyone there, know them by name and stuff. Um, so you go through and there's like a lot of forms to fill in. A lot of it's like, oh, what does what does your child like to do? And what's his favourite this? And what's his sleeping pattern? And, you know, does he have milk? And that kind of thing. And you just answer a lot of questions. Or in my case, you just sit there grinning like an idiot and leave uh, Leanne to do a lot of the question answering. Um, so then comes the point in time That we all know is coming uh, It's a two hour session But really it's an hour and a half Because you're there for half an hour So then comes the time um, And a little bit before I put him on the floor And another child came This little girl came And she gave she gave him a, a maraca A tiny little Like a baby sized maraca And he thought it was the best thing in the world And he'd seen all these other children And he's like Ah good here isn't it and they were like right we'll see you in a bit and um (laughs) this will sound like one of those but very much like when you leave a dog (laughs) you're not supposed to make a big deal you're not even really supposed to draw their attention to the fact that you're leaving so there's a lot of just get up and walk out I've often said, there's a lot of times and a lot of situations where you see a lot of other parents just making the fatal mistake of just dragging it out and milking it and making it so much worse for everybody involved. The answer is, I'll catch you in a bit, I'm off to work, be good, see ya. It's got to the stage now that my daughter's like, are you still here? Because I have stuff to get on with, yeah. Um... I realised it had gone too far when I was like, oh, should we have a hug? And she'd gone. I was like, I just look like, you know, the parent who's just been left stood at the door. Child's off doing their thing, so. um, So, it's time to leave. Stand up. I, I stepped over the child, um, the boy. Stepped over him to get out of the room and we just kind of left and I knew that he hadn't, hadn't noticed hadn't, hadn't seen or taken note or any of that so we we walk out and the door's got a window so looking through the window like oh you know is he looking is he looking for us is he, is he suddenly gone where did they go oh my god absolutely not completely oblivious to the fact that we've left I'm like ah we'll, we'll go then yeah like, ah, oh, it's for the best. It's the best way. Um, that's what you need. He's good and he's strong and he's resilient. So then you have to play the game of what the hell are we going to do for an hour and a half? Because you don't want to be too far away to try and get back. You don't want to be stuck in traffic. You don't want to be late. So it has to be one and a half hours. Um, and with a birthday coming up in our house, it was a perfect opportunity to go and do some birthday present shopping. Um... I don't know if it was then that we ended up buying like ridiculous amount of clothing for all the children. Can't imagine what the psychological, uh, what, what's going on there psychologically much. Anyway, we're out, we're doing jobs, we're doing shopping and stuff. Get back in the car, right? Let's go get the boy. We get back to the, the nursery early. I'm like, hey, picked up a couple of coffees here, let's drink a coffee and, and we'll go in. On time, job done. We go in, go up the stairs, go into the room, and he's there. He's sat with one of the ladies. He's actually sat on the lady's knee. They're all singing songs. I'm like Jesus. He hasn't even noticed we've gone. We've been gone an hour and a half. He hasn't even noticed we've come back. I mean, there's you know, having a well-adjusted, well-rounded, can take it, strong, resilient child. There's all of that. And then there's, oh, it's you guys. But didn't even get that. Oblivious. And then he turned and looked at us and realised we were back. And he crumpled. The bottom lip went, the quiver, burst into tears. Whirled. Was ending. Obviously. My heart shatters. Into a million pieces. I'm like. Oh no. It's gone a little bit the other way. I, I didn't want this. So he he cannot. Get to land fast enough. He, he was even like. Hey you're here as well. But but I, I, need, I need my mummy. Uh, cried and cried. And cried and cried and cried. And the lady he was sat with was like, he was fine for about 45 minutes, and then he got upset. It's like, I I don't, I don't need to hear that. I do need to hear it, obviously, but that's not helpful to me. Because here's the thing when my daughter went to the same place, not, not the same sort of time, it was like, I think it was like Christmas time when she went. um, She absolutely rocked it. I'm pretty sure she had a sleep while she was there. But the boy... The boy didn't like it. And apparently he was very upset. um, And they managed to calm down and, and alleviate the situation and all of that. And this is one of those things because, not. I don't know. I don't know how to word this without it looking like I'm throwing shade. But uh, when we left, Liam was like, "It's one of those things." He was probably hungry. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's probably gonna probably gonna be cause a little bit of upset. Um. So yeah, very much one of those situations where it's like, okay, it wasn't the best. They they do seem to have dealt with it quite well. They seem to have brought him back round, and then he's just got upset again when we've gone to pick him up, and that's kind of expected, and that's fine. And da, 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 da. But he's got a week, and then and then he's and then he's there, and I'm now like, uh, this is this for me is the fear. This, for me, is the reason that I don't like it. This, for me, is the, is the, when my daughter went, it was fine, because she was just like, she just took it in a stride, and it was fine, and she was ready for it, and all of those sorts of things. And my son, maybe he'll be fine. Maybe, you know, if he's not hungry, and he's not too tired. And they, They said they tried to put him down for a sleep at one point um i was like good luck with that one he doesn't he doesn't go down for a sleep when he's here not without major major issues left my drinks over there as i always do uh, so i've put i put stuff in a weird order there's a lot of jumping around here anyway We'll we'll soldier on We'll, We'll muddle through You ever have one of those days Scratch that One of those weekends Where So Saturday just gone Versus Sunday just gone Everything about Saturday Was way too much Saturday started early And I mean early which for a Saturday, in a, in a way, Saturday's not as bad, it wouldn't be as bad if it was a Sunday, but whatever. Saturday's still a bit of, you know, supposed to be a bit of a rest day. If you start on a Saturday early, I was out walking the dog <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning. So I'm out walking the dog. I'm walking the dog for a reason at 7 o'clock in the morning. I would normally walk up at 7 o'clock in the morning. But I was walking for a reason. That reason was because I'd planned too much much going on on Saturday. And then if you looked at Sunday, there was nothing going on on Sunday. And all I could think, the run up to Saturday, the run up to Sunday, and during that time was, why couldn't I have split it over the two days? Admittedly, two of the three things that I had to do on Saturday were time dependent. So, not an option. Anyway, Saturday was literally get out of bed and don't stop moving until you get into bed Sunday morning that's right you heard me Sunday morning I didn't even get home till Sunday morning and and you've got that thing because everything I did was great everything I did was fun everything I did was enjoyable it was just too much to do in one day and it wasn't because I did it I did everything that I needed to do to do it. And I was, you know, on time for things. I was a little bit late for one of them. And then there was a situation a Saturday night, which meant I was late for another thing, but it wasn't late because it wasn't a specific time all of that. And then I get up on Sunday and I'm like, what have I got to do today? What's walk the dog? That's it. It was too much. Um, I mentioned earlier That I was saying about being ill Um, In our house right now There is sickness Now Again don't want to keep going on about What it's like when you've got kids But Anybody knows um, If you've got a child that's in nursery, preschool, school In full time education Of any degree uh, Especially when they're little Uh, It's literally like Here go to this place Get some germs and bring them home Um, Both of my um, Younger children Currently go to all the places That have all the germs and bring them home So it's very much a situation Of one of them's ill The other one's ill They've both got completely different illnesses And then Leanne gets ill And I'm like oh wow uh, I always like using this one, I, I felt like Neo in the Matrix, I was dodging germs like a, like they were bullets, and then, eventually, it gets me, and it takes me down, as we know, I'd stay, I'd stay in bed one morning, uh, I just felt like, crap, and there's, there is an aspect of me that wonders if it's purely run down, and yes, I'm not giving myself time to rest, because there is no time, there is no time to rest. So problem the, the 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 other side to the problem is the, the the illness is a mystery illness is it a cold no is it flu? No is it a lot of little things put together making you feel ill, but not at all the time, not always, not at all? one of those at one point I was like, is this COVID? Don't know didn't have all the symptoms, didn't have, didn't really have any of the symptoms, and there are points in time where it's like, you know what, I don't feel too bad, and there are other times like, do you know what, I think I need to go to bed, it's that versus that, oh my god, I feel awful, I feel like I need to go to bed, versus, oh, I, I remember feeling ill, maybe I feel better now. So, there's this mystery illness, and it keeps hanging on, it keeps lingering, it keeps hanging around, and it's just like, when is this going to go? One minute you've got a banging headache, the next minute you've got a sore throat, the next minute you've got this nose thing and throat thing that I've got going on right now. Next thing your body aches, next thing you feel really lethargic. I know at this point in time, somebody is listening to this going, it's not like COVID to me. Honestly, it, if it was COVID, fine. However, all of these symptoms are separate symptoms that happen at separate points in time. They don't happen all at once. And it's not like, today I have this symptom. No, it's like, this hour I have this symptom. Um, pretty much every possible illness type thing going on, but not all at the same time. Um... And one minute you feel like you can do stuff, and then another minute you feel like you can't. It's the weirdest thing, but it's been going on a while. So, there was a point in time I was going to say something to somebody about being ill, and being ill for a really long time, and not obviously being able to shift it, but not really being able to put my finger on what it exactly is. It's not a cold, it's not flu, it's not COVID. What could it possibly be? And then I cast my mind back, way, way back, around about three years ago. Now, I haven't done this, uh, and you might want to do this yourself. Um, I'm pretty much just in the camp of I know this to be the case. So Uh, About three years ago, around about this point in time. Now, if if you need me to, I can tell you we're in the middle of March That might. That sort of area of the year might ring a bell to some people, especially if you go back three years. Middle of March, three years ago, where I was saying, oh my God, I'm so ill. I've been ill for so long. I've been ill for weeks now. What is this illness? What is happening? What is going on? Why can't I shift it? Why do I feel awful? I can't quite put my finger on. What's wrong? And I keep saying to Leanne, I honestly feel... Like I felt Back then And the way I felt back then Was That there was Obviously there was this virus coming And I think back then My body was And mine and other people's bodies were Fighting this possible virus That was coming And In doing so that fight where you feel tired and this and the other it's that kind of I'm battling something I don't know what it is, I'm testing this, I'm testing that I'm testing the other, you feel fine right now but maybe in a bit we're going to feel differently because, and then obviously the next thing, boom, pandemic so I'm like wait is this is this the start of something else is this something new the reason I bring it up is I just wanted it to be on record. So if there's something further down the line, I can be the guy that goes, told you. One of the activities from Saturday, this is what I mean, I'm all over the shop this evening. Maybe it's this mystery illness. Um, One of the activities from Saturday that was too much to fit in, even though I managed to do it all. Park run. Now, I know what you're thinking, but Andy, pretty sure you said you weren't going to do the parkrun anymore. Isn't that how you broke broke a bone? Well, you would be correct. Oh my word, what is that? Wow, that's cool. I thought it was a really good idea to have a stout, and then I poured it in the glass and was like, probably not the best idea to drink a stout whilst doing a podcast. But it was a it's a coffee one, it's a cold brew one, and my word, you can taste the coffee in that. Oh Jesus, I reckon that could strip paint. Oh, whoa, whoa. I can only imagine that's got about eight gallons of coffee in it. Oh, terrible idea at twenty to eleven at night. Anyway. Um, Parkrun, yes What would take me to a parkrun Apart from my little chubby legs Well uh, There was some tourists In the Jesus Um, Some of you You you, uh, podcast What would you be called Uh, Multiple podcast listeners I.e. you listen to multiple Cookiecast podcasts Oh, my God, that's stout. Um, Might know a gentleman by the name of Stuart Woodmancy. Stuart, some of you may or may not know, but Stuart is a uh, big fan of the the old park run. Uh, So much so that he spends his Saturdays traveling the country, going to various different park runs. It turned out that it was our turn last Saturday so it's like, hey, how are you doing? How are you recovering? How's the arm? Do you want to do a park on Saturday? I'm like, well, seeing as it's you, hells yeah. He's like, well, let's kick this puppy up a notch. How about I bring a completely different podcast host with me? I only went and brought Straight to the Apex's own Mark Wilkin. I was like, well, this just got uh, super interesting. So, something that I knew didn't really didn't really cause me too much of an issue, but it was something I knew is that Stu runs a good a good park run, runs a fast, nice, fast park run, um, and ultimately is a lot quicker than I am. Uh, I had a feeling that Mark is probably in a similar area, um, and again would probably run a lot quicker park run than I would. So, I'm like, okay, I have to expect that they will set off at the start and I'll never see them again. Other than the fact that it's a loop, so you do see people quite often. Um, and that was exactly what happened. Off we set. Away we go. Now then I was in a park run for a few weeks, as I'm sure you are aware, because I had given up doing park runs a month ago, over a month ago, because that's what happened to cause the, the the broken arm. Um so I'm like, well, you know, I've been getting back to running, I've changed shoes, I've changed running style, I've changed running stance. All of this, I've changed running mindset. Secretly. In my head I was like. Do you know what? I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to get a better time. And I don't just mean like a few seconds. I'm talking we could be seeing the best part of a minute here. Honestly. Sometimes I wonder. What goes through my head. We set off and away we go. And they are gone. So there was Stu. Mark. Mark's wife. Uh, another friend of theirs and me and they are gone like we got to the first corner and I couldn't see them anymore I was like I mean you know don't wait for me guys I'll I'll, I'll see you you later catch you at the finish line so they're often, and, they're, and um, I obviously, I'm joking at no point in time did I expect them to hang around for me. Um, Pyron's all about getting those those PBs, so they were gone, and I saw them. You know, I passed them; um, they passed me, and that was that. So I saw Stuart at one point, I was like, oh, "He's going, he's going quick there. He's done nearly a full lap." As I'm coming round the, you know. First, second, third, fourth bend or whatever He's, he's nearly done the lap I'm like, oh, he's making good time there When I saw him the next time I was like Okay, so he's even further on in this lap Compared to where I am in the lap I'm in So then I start doing some maths And I went Uh oh At the rate he's going and the rate I'm going Stu is going to lap me That's not. That's not. It's not good. Good for him. Please, you know, this is somebody who has done well, who's worked well, who's worked hard to get where he is, and there's no sign of stopping. He's, you know, on to bigger and better things, longer distances. It's, it's all, it's all gravy in Stu's world as far as running's concerned. Um, but I worked out. That by the time. I'm coming round. In my fourth lap. He will be finishing. So as I come round like. The second to last l- corner. Bend. Whatever you want to call it. I expected to see him. I didn't. I was like. Oh, if I can get round the next corner. And down the straight. Then he won't lap me. Because. If he then goes into the finish, I'll still be off on my fifth and final lap. Cool. That's interesting. However, my maths, the way I was looking at it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I should have seen him on this corner. I'm pretty sure he should have been coming around that corner just behind me and should have overtaken me and away he went. So I come round the I start coming into the last bend to head down to the straight which point I went, um, there he is. So yes, Stu lapped me, which meant that he he finished, and I had another lap to go. And it was one of those. I'm 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 happy for Stu. I think he's done fantastic and um I'm really pleased for his achievements. Um on the other side of things, I ended up going into like the the next half a lap. Because uh, by this point, I'd, I'd gone past the line. I had one lap left to go. I'm going round, and I'm like... It's... This like, again, I want to reiterate, this was nothing to do with, with Stu and Stu's race. This was me and my race. I looked around me at who was left to finish this race. And I'm like... I'm a 42-year-old overweight man who can't run. And this is the caliber of people that I'm running with. Um, I I got overtaken by somebody on the last corner. Somebody who had passed on the second to last corner. I got overtaken by them. And I didn't have it in me to do anything about it. They were gone. They were clearly holding, keeping it back, and they went past me, and they were gone. And they had a good few years on me, and a good few something else that we won't go into. And I was just like, "Is this it? Is this 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 is where we are? This is our achievement, is it? Is this what we've reached?" With everything that we've done and everything we've put into it. The royal we that is. This is it. This is my lot in life. To be at the back with the the walkers. There was there was a guy who was walking I'd say sixty percent of it. Uh he beat me. Um there was There was was a lady with a walking stick. I don't think she beat me, but let's face it, she might as well have done. So, that was that. And that was it. That was it for me. I was like, right, this is where we make a stand. This is where we draw a line in the sand. This is it. So I've been making a list. I've been making a list in my head of all the things I need to do. To change the outcome of this situation. Um, as it was. No personal best. No surprises some would think. Uh, in fact let me have a look. Akron. There we go. I was. 33 seconds. Uh, 33 seconds of a personal best. Not a lot. Some people would say not a lot. I would say it's, it's enough. It's plenty. Um, so, so I was like, right, these are the changes that I need to make. These are the things I need to do. This is the situation. Because where I am is not where I want to be. Uh, so again, very much like a, the situation earlier. I just wanted to put this on record um, more for myself than anything else. Um. Yes, watch. Thank you for that. It's Mother's Day next week. Um. Why do I bring it up? Well, let me tell you. Um, it's become tradition. I think in most houses uh, that if you're going to celebrate Mother's Day uh, by going somewhere or doing an activity, it's always best to not celebrate it on Mother's Day. Uh, so it became a situation where it was like, um, like it, I, I called it the trickle down effect. Um, Land's mum wanted to do something for Mother's Day. Uh, I said that we should do something for Land for Mother's Day, and, and and there we go. So we all decided to go to um, to a place. Now then, small caveat here. We went to a place that features some of my least favorite words. Two, to be exact, because these two words are designed to hide the real word, the enemy, the secret enemy. These two words are designed to hide, to mask the bad guy. These two words are plant based. Because you know what word they're hiding? Vegan. One of these days I will tell a story about how I had a terrible interaction with a vegan once. Um, And quite frankly, it's tainted absolutely every aspect of the word for me. Um, Anyway... I find it interesting that we've switched to uh, plant-based to, to be uh, to use uh, to describe the vegan side of things, and I know that right now there's a vegan listening to this going, "Well, actually, plant-based is something completely different." Um, so plant-based cafe, okay, one of those words I can get on board with because when you say cafe to me, I hear a series of things. I hear coffee, are almost the same word for a start. I hear cake. I, re- I refer back to the me being an overweight man. Guess what? Overweight man love cake. Uh sandwiches, cream teas. Oof, I do all cream tea. All the you know the scone, the jam, the cream. All of those images are created from the word cafe. So you've got that plant-based cafe now then you've 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 colored me intrigued right there i am interested to see what this looks like so it's at a place it's near another place now one of those things i don't pretend that there are millions and millions of people listening to this podcast but one day there might be um and I know from listening to other podcasts that other people, successful ones, um, talk about you, you, if you like a place, you shouldn't, um, blow it up. No, not that way. You shouldn't tell other people or tell a lot of other people about places you like because next time you go there, they're absolutely rammed. I discovered, um, a little while ago, I discovered that if you wanted to get, um, decent cup of coffee and not have to wait too long for it there was a particular place you could go they were just around the corner from a lot of other coffee shops almost all the time empty i'm like "Mm, probably not going to tell anybody about that because i want to be able to go and get a coffee when i want so um, i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to not tell you where it is or its name however you may be able to work it out from some clues. How about that? Is that deal? Are we good? Okay. So it was near to another place that we have been um, as a as a as a collective through um, a very similar sort of thing. So I hear Plant Based Cafe, I'm like, well, I'm at least intrigued. So we went to this place, and I'm like. We get there, we park, and I'm just like, so where is it then? Oh, it's just here. Here, where? Because it's just like a building. Yeah, well, it's, it's that. Okay. But it wasn't just a building. It was like a miniature stately home. I'm like, this is, this is, this is it, yeah? Yeah, we just go in here, go up the stairs, go through the door. So it very much was like a mini stately home. You go up, you go in, and it was one of those, it's like go in here, look at what they've got, order, fantasy. Okay, I think I can just about manage this. When we get there, there's uh there's some um obviously it's all you know, homemade, handmade, whichever version we want to use of that. And all I can see is cake. It's cake as far as the eye can see. Scones. Scones? Scones, whichever. Um, and then the odd bit of savory. And then there was a lot of, um, lot of boards talking about, we can, we can do a sandwich. I'm like, honestly, looking at the cake, I might be here for the cake. So we ordered, um, some coffees. And I was like, do you know what? It's Sunday. I don't normally eat on a Sunday, but I didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't technically quote unquote have a cheat meal on Saturday night. So I think I can, I think I can push the boat out. I think I can have a little something. I'm going to treat myself. So I looked down the line. I'm like, oh, should we share this? Land's like, oh, I can't have any of that. I was like, oh, right, okay. Um, well, what if you get a piece of that and I'll get a piece of this? Yeah, it was one of those. Uh, my daughter was getting something. Uh, Land's mum was getting something. I was getting something. Lance was getting something. I was getting something else. Uh, so there's plenty to be going at. So uh, we ordered, we paid. It was for some coffees and some cakes. It was probably it was probably reasonably priced. So we go to sit we go to sit down and we went all the way through and they had some like uh, log fire log burners fires going. And I'm like, by the time we got to sit down at a table, I'm like, well, this is a very Interesting place. It was super quirky, super it was like a stately home where they'd modernized it for certain things, but then not for other things. <laughs> it was it was like I think the I think the word that sort of bring comes to the forefront is quaint in in a lot of ways. They had a little shop type thing going on at the front a lot of the shop stuff was overpriced but you know it's, oh, it's, it's homemade it's handmade it's but um the whole time i'm just like get me to the get me on the cake because i need to know i need to know how or what or is it going to be terrible and i'm going to be like was bladed vegan isn't it is its it going to be good definitely wasn't expecting it to be good So um, they bring the stuff out. <laughs> they bring us a pot of coffee, but it was very much a teapot of coffee. And like like the the white porcelain with the blue sort of design kind of teapot, and they brought us three cups and none of them matched um landsman pointed out at one point that if you had like ocd you'd never be able to go there none of it matched it was all like china cups and saucers and tiny little spoons and um it was in a lot of ways hilarious i think we got about three cups of coffee each out of this pot so end of the day good value for money on that side of things the cake I ordered a, a chocolate peanut uh, vegan cake. Um, there was some scones going on. Uh, my daughter got a like a peanut flapjack with chocolate, on. and a rhubarb and ginger cake. Now, as I always like to say, ginger, ginger is one of those things. The right amount of ginger is nice. Too much ginger, and it's overpowering, and it ruins everything. And there's a fine line. Honestly, hands down, some of the nicest cake I've ever had. So light, so fluffy. Just like, I need to know what you've done to make this cake like this, because, wow, amazing cake. All of the cakes were amazing. Um the scones were huge. The um like the peanut flapjack thing, great. Um I'm like well I am pleasantly surprised. Great surroundings, great building, like this like I say, this this old building that they've modernized in certain places just one of those things Very much a situation where it Would have never known to go there It was busy By the time we were leaving It was really busy So it's definitely one of those places Where people know about it And know to go there It's definitely got that feeling of um kind of place that you go for a walk And then you go in At the end of your walk um, They allowed dogs So there was that as well So there was a few dogs in there Um just across the board. Good experience. It was a Good experience across the board. Um, and a lot of that. Was to, was because I was pleasantly surprised. Um, so that's always. That always speaks volumes I, I find. Um, so yeah. It was nice. Um, now then I know what you're thinking. Aren't you trying to lose weight. Eating, eating cake on a Sunday. Are you mad? Are you mad? Well, something interesting I can tell you is this. Weighed myself today. It's Monday. Weighed myself, as you do. And found that I am uh, the lowest weight um, I have been in, I don't know, like four years or something. Um, Lowest weight this year. Uh, every time I say it to Leanne, I'm like, hey, I've lost weight. So uh, you know, it's like today, I'm at my lowest weight. She always likes to do the yeah, it's probably muscle. Um, but yes, I'm at the lowest weight, which puts me in sight of one stone to get me back to my natural lowest, um in about fifteen years. Uh so that's interesting, exciting. Still nowhere near, um, nowhere near the end goal, but you know, keep plugging away at it. Speaking of weights not weight, weights, as in weight lifting. Uh, one of the reasons that I was recording this podcast at what is now eleven o'clock at night, um, is because I had I had stuff left to do. I had numbers left to get people. I had to get on the treadmill. A ridiculous clock. And then for the first time in five weeks, uh, I have lifted weights for the first time. Um one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. Um I put a quarter of the weight that I had on the bar, a quarter of the weight. And some part of me lifted it and went, oh no, it's too much. Oh my word, so difficult, so hard, so weird, such a weird experience. Just that absolutely zero power, zero ability. We're talking a tiny amount of weight. A quarter of what I was lifting before I broke my arm however um a hundred reps later um i can say that i have lifted weights now and i'm working on the principle that it's like the start of a montage basically just have to keep doing it now and uh, doing more uh so that's the stuff for the week um I binge watched an entire series. No movies this week. Um, haven't had the opportunity. Uh, this the last week was busy um, in a variety of different ways. This week doesn't look like it's going to be any less busy. Uh, and then I've got a super oh, I've got a super busy weekend this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry, it's 11 o'clock. Because, yes. Yes, it's a busy weekend. So, I've been to watch the TV series instead of watching any movies. I have watched movies. Um, Do you want me to talk to you about The the Punisher? Or Hellboy? Pretty sure they're probably 30 years old now. Uh, I watched the Netflix TV series Full Swing. Um, If anybody listens to the Formula 1 podcast, they will talk about a TV series on Netflix called Drive to Survive. Pretty sure it's made by the same people. uh, However, it's the golf version. That's right. Some of you may know a little, little secret about me. And that little secret is I like golf. Um... Probably, if I'm honest, playing more than watching. But that's just through circumstance. If I could sit down and watch a round of golf, or if I could go and physically watch a round of golf, I would do that. It, I find it fascinating. Uh, I, anybody that says, uh, golf's not a sport, I'm like, golf is probably up there as one of the top sports. Because it, it transcends different sporting sort of type things to me it's an endurance sport because from my experience anyway you walk about five miles playing around a golf you add to that what I would call the chess element and it's like a thinking man's sport there's so much going on in golf um I think it, I think in a lot of ways It's very misunderstood um, So I like golf This was a TV programme About golf It was about the PGA Tour last year uh, Last year there was big stuff happening in the PGA Tour Because there was a rival Golf league Developed Called Live Golf It's very con- controversial Because of where it's uh, Monetary backing has come from So it followed uh, like a year on the PGA tour, for a variety of different players. Uh, a lot of oh, this guy, uh, you know, he's on. He, he won a lot of uh, competitions, and then hasn't won for a while. Is he going to win today? Probably. Um, this guy, he's won before, but he hasn't won here. Is today going to be his day? Yeah, yeah, probably probably is. Um, I watched the first four episodes. Um then they're like 40 minute episodes, not not like 25 or 30 minute episodes, they're 40 minute episodes. Um, so a little bit longer than you'd maybe usually expect. Um honestly the entire series fantastic. Um around about episode seven. Now there's only eight episodes. So that is something. Around about episode seven, it does feel a lot like they probably ran out of footage maybe. It's not that it's like lacking like stuff on the screen. It's like the people they're following, it's like, oh here's a guy who's a really good amateur golfer and just made it to the PJ tour. It's like okay but but what's Tiger doing? What's Rory up to? What's going on with the live situation? You know that kind of stuff is 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 the stuff you want to know. And I'm not trying to put people down. You know, to go from being an amateur to being on the PGA tour is a huge thing. You're talking about thousands of people competing to get in to get that, and these guys were doing it. Um, but it did feel a little bit like, oh, we've run out of you know all the Rory footage and all of that. Admittedly episode 8 was very much a Rory McIlroy episode in that um, he was featured a lot uh, and they're talking about how basically he is now the poster child for golf whereas previously it used to be Tiger but for a variety of different reasons of which we won't go into right now Tiger's not so much the poster child of golf. Um yeah, it was. It had a lot of ups. It had a lot of downs. Um, it was quite emotional in places. There's a lot of heart in it. Um, a lot of you know, the 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 sort of the people and who they are and like some of their families and things like that. Um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, in some ways, it made me kind of wonder what the uh, what the Formula One is like. What the formula one drive to survive what that's like um especially because i listen to the formula one podcast every week um it might surprise some people to hear that um there are podcasts of um, like cookie cast podcast that i listen to um i listen to the formula one podcast every week um so you know uh if you like golf or if you're mildly interested in golf or um you know, you're just looking for a TV series you can binge. I know that's a thing. Um, potentially, give, think about giving it a go. It's called it's called Full Swing. It's on Netflix. I think that Stout's really gassy. Jesus. Um, some game stuff. There's a few games here. Some of them I've only played short amount. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I have finished the story, mostly, of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, By the time I got to the back end of that game, I made a decision to just finish it. Um, A lot of the side missions were getting real... um, They were just really dragging the whole situation down... Uh, I'm quite disappointed, if I'm honest, with how that game has been front-loaded. You do a lot of stuff at the start. You do a lot of stuff in the first half. In the second half, you do very little outside the main story. And getting your own side missions. None of the side missions are very organic. Apart from one. I keep talking to people about like this because I'm the only person who seems to have found it. Um, and it's it's one to do with a shop. It took me a couple of days to do. Because I started it thinking it would take 10 or 15 minutes. And I had to uh, save it and turn it off halfway through. Because it was taking so long. Um, That was very good. But I reached a point where I was like. I think I just need to finish this game. Which I did. Kind of. By the time I got to the end. It was like. Hey you need to be level 34. And you're level 31. So you know. Crack on And I went oh, I'm good thanks So I have missed it Basically it says To enjoy the end of year feast You need to be level 34 And I'm like It will take me Till the end of time To get to level 34 Because it's one of those things Towards the back end of a game It takes you a lot longer To level up And I just haven't got the time Or the patience for it right now So that was kind of that Um Don't judge me, but purely off the back of watching a lot of golf on TV, I installed um, the golf game 2K21 PGA Tour. Um, I've been playing a little bit of golf because, you know, not only do I love actual real life golf, I love computer game golf as well. And yes, not only do I own 2K21 golf. Uh, version, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I also have it on PlayStation Plus, so I technically own two copies of it. Not going to lie, been thoroughly enjoying that as well. Uh, Put Dead Space on last night for a little bit, um, playing New Game Plus, trying desperately to get the, um, the last suit. I've seen images and little videos of it And it looks super cool But it's also super expensive So basically just playing through the game um, Trying to upgrade the weapons Trying to upgrade the suit And trying to get enough money to buy The uh, last suit in the game Um, I purchased In a bundle The Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake Um, Sam has been telling me For what is probably years at this point That I really need to play the remakes Of Resident Evil 2 and 3 Because they're very much um, Ground up rebuilds of the games uh, And he thoroughly enjoys uh, Resident Evil 2 And I thought with the fact that Resident Evil 4 remake is just about to be released And it's looking very nice Maybe now was the time So last night I started Resident Evil 2 Um. Yeah I mean it's Resident Evil (laughs) It is and it isn't Going from Going from playing Dead Space To then playing Resident Evil 2 I'm like I can see some influences here If you shoot a zombie in the head they don't die It's the weirdest thing I'm like What? I shot a zombie Five times In the head The fifth one made the head explode. Only then did the zombie die. Come on. We all know. If you shoot a zombie in the head, that's it. It's dead. So that side of it is taking a little bit of getting used to. Um, Some of the quirks... Uh, again speaking of dead space and you know having um, like plenty of storage space in your suits and things uh, resident evil was where it all began St- you know storage management and how f- flipping annoying that concept is so being thrust back into that you're like ah balls we've got this again um, i played the demo a little while ago um, and the demo was very enjoyable, so I was like you know what, let's get let's get this started let's get this party started um, I suppose Sam today he was saying that it shouldn't take a million years to finish, so I can probably get two and three done before I can even remotely afford to buy the fourth one, probably two years down the line, because apparently no matter what, games don't seem to lose their value these days uh, probably because they're so few and far between there we go Sorry if it was a little bit all over the shop, like I said, one of those. Uh, probably not the best sort of time to be recording a podcast. Um, if you stuck with me to the end and you got to this point point, went, well, that was rubbish, I do apologise. Um, but I'll catch you next time. There you go. What do you to that? Sorry. Sorry if I was tired. I felt tired, I know that much. Uh, before you go, you, you could send a pity-like... If that's a thing. Um, share the podcast around. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Leave us a review. Check out our website thecookiecast.com uh, There's the social media links and an email button and you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of Cookie Cast. If you enjoyed this episode please like, share and subscribe.